Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Full capacity outdoor concerts are now available along with camping at the caverns. Amazon quickly moves up as one of the top employers in Nashville. Plus, Green Hills will begin to see skyscrapers soon. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. It is time for some Tennessee trivia. How I have missed this. Uh, if, you, second, man. if you if you are new, uh, we occasionally... Well, welcome. <laughs> Hello. There's our, here's our names. Hi. Oh, they disappeared. Oh. Um, if you are new, we go to McKay's and uh, we'll get some Tennessee trivia books for like a couple bucks. And uh, Stuart, it, it, we, uh, we give Stuart the option of p- picking the section. Would you want to go with geography or history? I'm feeling history today, man. I'm okay. Feeling, feeling I'm feeling history. historical. Feeling, feeling historic. That means you're feeling old. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, we will run these fairly quickly and uh, allow you to play at home and see Let's what, see. Uh, how much, how much Tennessee history we'll see what that, <laughs> that we actually know. Um, it's probably not that All much. right. So this is page uh, 71. If you somehow have this book and want to pause this and uh, grab your history book as well, this is page 71 of Tennessee Trivia published a long time ago. All right. uh, Question number one. What living history museum carries the original name of Murfreesboro? No idea. Cannonsburg. Yes. Okay. Um, By what other name was the Civil War Battle of Shiloh known? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know this one. uh, Uh, I know this one. But I can't think it's of it. the right Battle now. of Pittsburgh Landing. Yes, I knew that. Nashville was founded on what date? Uh, <laughs> Christmas Day of 1779. There you go. Mm. On what mountain did the last battle of the Revolutionary War fought a year after Cornwallis surrender to George Washington take place? What mountain? What mountain? In East Tennessee? Uh, I didn't say where. Oh. Uh, I said, a what, what mountain did the little battle of the Revolutionary War fought a year after Cornwallis surrendered to George Washington take place? I'm not sure. It is a well-known Tennessee mountain. LeConte? Lookout There's, Mountain. Oh, Lookout Mountain. That makes sense. In uh, Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, that one. <laughs> when did the last stagecoach holdup take place in Tennessee? This is pretty uh, interesting. This is a specific date. This is this is a specific date. I will take 1882. I will take it. It is in 1882. It is, is it October really? 15th wow. of 1882. And this was with does it go into more history of that? No, it doesn't. Uh-uh. Because I believe it was near Nashville. Oh, if man. I remember correctly. What was the first railroad line in the state? It was oh, it was shoot. not the it was it not was the L and N. Yeah, L and N. Um it is close. It's it? the L in something, but not Louisville. Uh, the L in Chattanooga? No, it was the L and M, LaGrange and Memphis. Oh, um, I had no, that, no idea that existed. Who in 1820 founded the An- <laughs> Antiquarian Society, uh, the forerunner of the Tennessee Historical Society? It's definitely not Andrew Jackson. It is not. It okay. is not. Uh, John Severe. Oh, you're close with the first name. 
Close to the first name. John McGavick. No, it is uh, John it is, Hardy. No, but you're even closer with a John and an H. Uh, John. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> John Haywood. I was close. John oh, Haywood. Haywood Lane. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. There you go. So that's some Tennessee history for you. Uh, I got like one of those right. <laughs> I'm surprised I got the stagecoach one. Right. 1882. Like, that was, a, that's that a was good. That yeah. was good. That's the, that's the one. Like it's a random, random guess. That, got no, that it's one. It's not the random guess. It's that's that's what I remember from reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're about to head to the uh, southern part of Tennessee in the Cumberland Plateau. This is the Caverns, and this is an incredible place. We have a YouTube video. Uh, that we made. This was in the middle of the pandemic. We made this YouTube video. Yeah, summer called, of 2020, I believe. I believe it's called Daycation. Uh, Daycations from Nashville, Daycation the caverns. Nashville, the caverns. Yeah. And uh, so this is actually a really cool site because they have a few caverns on property. Uh, and one of the caverns they have on property is inside of a cave. Yeah. And or it is a cave. That is a cave. The concerts <laughs> are inside of a cave. Yeah. So on property, they have uh, actual several entrances to this cave. Uh, one is available for tours. The other one is made specifically for concerts and it is an incredible experience. Let's go, Stuart. Can we pop up that first image to show yep. the, uh, the indoor, uh, concert portion of this in a cave? Uh, I believe there's an image that you had before that. That was a this cave one. image. Yeah. So this it, is, it's a girl in a rubber ball. <laughs> so, so there is a stage to the left of this, uh, but it, it's, it is a, um, a concert. It's, uh, they host the, uh, series national under, or it's not national underground. It's, uh, Tennessee underground. Gosh, dang it. The PBS show. I'm going to have to bluegrass underground. Bluegrass underground. Blue. Is that what it is? Yep. So they host in there a series called Bluegrass Underground, uh, an incredible concert series. They have, I mean, they have dozens of concerts in there every year, oh, if yeah. not more. Um, but the the caverns, when uh, when COVID hit, they actually shifted to outdoor arenas, like we see uh, here. It's it's kind of in an so this is like their outdoor amphitheater, amphitheater type yeah. setup and. Uh, it, it, what they did when they first opened this up is, is they would open this up into uh, like little sections. So you had to buy a, a small little square uh, for your party to be in. And it was like, what, $200 for the square? Uh, you I can't, could have five people or something. I, like I that. can't remember exactly what it was. Probably okay. not too far off from that. Um, but still a great experience. Uh, I went to a show, but it was, it, it got rained out cause it's outdoors. And, um, so, it, but it's, it's blown up in a great way. Like this, so many amazing bands have made their way out to the caverns and people have enjoyed these experiences tremendously. Um, but there, there's some news out of the caverns that not only are they making this kind of partial amphitheater into a full amphitheater, but also they have expanded their reach as far as their property to allow for more parking yeah. What more camping. And so if you've ever been to the caverns, you know, it's, it's not a large, large property, um, but they've expanded. And so we have the image here on Instagram. It's on, it's on, uh, the caverns TN that's their Instagram handle. And so this is going to be the, uh, the new kind of stage setup where they have the stage, you have your original 1000 seats. And then you also will have, I think that's, is, is that including general admission? Is that what G yeah, yep. 
general, uh, admission. general admission. And so they're going to really build this thing so that uh, you can have um, not only these seats that are going to be put in, I believe, but also, uh, you know, places where you can bring your lawn chair. So the, the, uh, the area has gotten much larger there for for what they're planning with it um this they've been really focused on this full time yeah i can't tell from this photo let's let's scroll okay i'm trying just trying to get a little bit more context okay so you have your parking sites your camping sites this is over here on this photo if you're listening head to explore nash.com to watch this podcast episode uh so big mouth national daily podcast.com that's the one you want to wait 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 you want to (laughs) go Don't go to explore-dash.com. You won't be able to see this. NationalDailyPodcast.com. Yeah, I thought I said the YouTube channel, but whatever. Uh, so Big Mouth Cave, that's the uh, that's the usual cave that they do the concerts in, correct? Yes. And then you have this cave, too, which they're both the same cave. That is the basically. tour cave. That's uh-huh. the tour cave. Okay, so then you have the stage. We actually were walking back here when we were on property about two years ago. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that where the stage is, that is the amphitheater. And that general admission section is, is going to be, uh, now it was all sort of that general admission. You bring your lawn chairs and, and all of that stuff. It's really cool. When I went, they had, um, where you could pre-order all your snacks and your drinks and everything. And they would be there waiting for you when you got there in your pod. Um, but now they have a food and drink section, a concession section, a toilet section, um, which I believe they didn't have. You had to go to the cave, I believe to use the restroom, uh, during the earlier concerts, but look at all this new. So previously see that little patch of dirt there in the bottom right hand corner. That was their parking lot. That where it says cave tours, gift shop. That was their parking lot with a little bit of parking. Continue to see the ADA parking up there at the top, right? That was, that was all the parking there. Now look at what they have. All of this green space on the left side is new for them. That was, it was kind of prairie land and looks like they've, they've uh, acquired it, uh, made this. And I don't know if they've through some sort of acquisition, they have made this available um, with parking and camping and a new entrance. Look at the footpath to the venue up there at the top. Um, what this allows to to do, it looks like they're going to be separating the parking for the cave tour type things yep. and, and for the concert, the concert type things, yep. uh, which makes a lot of sense. Now, what this opens this up to is things like festivals. Oh, yeah. Th- this is and like... week, week, week long experiences, oh, weekend yeah. long experiences. Uh, so, so they've really opened themselves up to some significant uh, new things here. The, the thing I love about the caverns is they're literally in the base of the mountain, like the Cumberland, Cumberland Plateau Mountains. Let's see if we can find on their Instagram a photo of the mountains real quick. They've got a lot of content. I mean, they've had a lot of announcements with their concert tours. This is the <laughs> entrance to their cave tours. Yeah. Uh, so this gives you a little insight right here. I think there this you is go. a good photo. Uh, so you can see they are literally in the base this, of the mountains right here. Yeah. So that's the, that's what the amphitheater, uh, looked like. And so now they're going to be moving into, uh, so go back to that photo. The right next to the stage is where the, uh, the kind of official seating will be kind of yeah, the yeah. ticketed seating. And then beyond that general admission up there. Yeah. Uh, it, so they put a lot of work constructing that land to be, to be used in the capacity that it's going to be used now. What's crazy about this is this is probably the, one of the best concert venues in the entire state of Tennessee. I was about Besides to say it's like the quarry down in Franklin. 
Yeah, like that you know what? I, venues I have not been to the to the Bonnaroo farm. Okay, so I don't I've know on property. Uh, so but I, there yeah. wasn't Bonnaroo there. But for the combined effort of the the cave concerts, the cave tours, now the camping, yeah, and now this amphitheater, um, I, I think they've they've quickly positioned themselves to be to, uh, a very 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 successful location in the concert space here in Tennessee. All right, so we're going to change topics just a little bit. Uh, We are going to be talking about Amazon. We talk about Amazon a lot on this podcast, and it looks like they have become one of the largest employers in the entire state. This is according to the Nashville Business Journal, and the headline reads this. Amazon's headcount in Tennessee swells uh, swells to over 31,000 people. So this is, they, they are slowly making their way. I mean, if you've been paying attention to what Amazon's been doing here in Tennessee, you will quickly know um, that it, it makes sense that they would, they would be uh, on the list of some of the top employers for either Nashville or Tennessee. Yep. Um, and like Stuart said, this is coming from the Nashville Business Journal. Um, 31,000 full or part-time jobs here in Tennessee was measured at the end of 2021. Um, what does that equate to? What's a way to think about it? Nashville Business Journal put it in an interesting perspective about one in 100 uh, Tennesseans would work wow. there. That's crazy. Um, which is, <laughs> um, employed. Yeah. So it says, um, about one in 100 employed residents work there, which is very interesting. So it's not your total population, uh, but employed Tennesseans one in 100 would theoretically work on Amazon. Um, which is wild. Uh, so what does that look like here in, uh, Nashville, well, in compared to uh, other employers here. Now, there's not a number for how many uh, jobs are specifically Amazon here in Nashville, uh, but what we are looking at, uh, the there's a list that is at the bottom of this article from the National Business Journal of largest employers in Nashville. And just uh, if you think 31,000 is a lot for a state, uh, just with Vanderbilt uh, Medical Center, and the university. children's hospital? No, this is not the university. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This because the university and the medical center are split entities yep. several years ago. So just the university medical center and the children's hospital is at 28,300. Wow. Here. So when you combine that and the university, um, you know, and, uh, Vanderbilt is, is easily the largest employer here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as a whole here in for uh, now, for now. In, in Nashville, yeah. state of Tennessee is at 26,733. The U.S. government <laughs> is actually at uh, is number, number three in Nashville with 13,707. HCA coming in at, at just over 10,000. Um, Nissan North America at 11,000. Metro Public Schools at 10,5. Vanderbilt University at 9,107. The Metropolitan Government uh, in Davidson County at 8,700. Uh, Oracle will fit in this little slot here in the next few years at 8,500. And um, Amazon coming in at number 13 with 4,000 even here in Nashville. This is crazy. I know. The the jobs are plentiful in our state. Yeah, they absolutely are. So um, if, if uh, if you meet somebody in Nashville or Tennessee, uh, chances are it's either Vanderbilt or some kind of hospital or Amazon or Amazon. 
or some kind of government service or employer or music. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like there's five things to choose from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so chances, chances are you'll be able to identify one of them. So, all right, let's head over to explore Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, there's actually a really high chance of thunderstorms today. The weather is going to be great, 70 degrees, but then thunderstorms, and then we have a little cold front coming in. So there's possibility of some bad (laughs) storms today. All all the things are happening. (laughs) Yeah, it's like 70, and then it drops down to like 33 or something tomorrow or today. And uh, so one of the best tips is for you to stay indoors. And a way to do that is the farmer's market, the Nashville farmer's market. uh, They have 16 restaurants or so inside of the farmer's market, but they also have some great retail options as well. And if you wanted to enjoy the brief bit of good weather, uh, you can go to Bicentennial Capital Mall State Park, literally 10 steps out of the farmer's market and have yourself an incredible walk or outdoor uh, just experience just to catch the sunshine for a few minutes. And if it starts raining, boom, you zip right back into uh, one of many places, the farmer's market. If you're hungry, Tennessee State Museum, if you want to kill some time and learn about Tennessee. And if you're a reader and you can stay quiet for long periods of time, the the archives library uh, is an interesting place as well. So um, this is a really good area to be able to be in for a day like today with very unpredictable conditions. And uh, you can grab some incredible local food all at the same time. Yeah. It's great. They have barbecue, ice cream, uh, Chinese food, coffee, crepes. They have local honey. You You can buy some of your groceries. Yeah. You could do a lot at the Nashville farmer's market. There you go. That is explores Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily to get 10% off their next online order in-person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. There's nothing that says Nashville <laughs> like one of the one of the most famous music venues for songwriters in the United States. That's true. Next to a massive skyscraper. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't say massive skyscraper, but it's for large the, for the green Hills area, it's massive. It, it would be, it would be, it would stick out. I would say it would be a sore thumb, <laughs> um, a this, beautiful, sore a thumb. beautiful sore thumb next to the bluebird cafe. Uh, this is coming from the National Business Journal. Houston development firm Transwestern and Nashville's Brookside Properties Incorporated are planning a residential tower near the Bluebird Cafe in Green Hills. If realized, the 22-story building would house 264 apartment units, residential amenities, and a mix of restaurants and retail, according to Metro Planning Department filings. Atlanta architect the Preston Partnership appears to be handling the design. Well, we have a photo of the design. So this is the 22-story proposed. It's The rendering of this is really rough because it's very pixelated. <laughs> uh, but you can see the beautiful... This is the reason that Green Hills is called Green Hills, everybody. You where, can see the beautiful Green Hills. Uh, hold on. Where the heck is Hillsborough Pike in this scenario? It's going to be down at the bottom. So that, that beautiful road right there at the uh, bottom of this is supposed to be Hillsborough Pike? I think so. 
<laughs> because if I, if like if you look to the right of this, yeah, photo, that's that that would that be little, Bluebird. That little blue people waiting in line to get Bluebird. in. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. People waiting in line to get in the Bluebird. It's man, Hillsborough Pike looks much more beautiful in oh, this yeah. rendering they, than it does done, in person. They've done a they've got, done a great dollar, job. Good job. job. <laughs> uh, but as you can see, this wow. twenty-two story building is massive. <laughs> it's insane. C- compared to all the residential there to the other office spaces. Like it is a huge space. Uh, so we will uh, throw this photo down and we'll show this on Google maps here uh, where this is going to be located. And it, so this is Google maps right now. And uh, the main site for this is going to be 4,100 Hillsborough Pike. And as you can see right here, the Bluebird Cafe is almost right next to the site. And then you have this huge <laughs> construction site like imagine like waiting in line and, and all of a sudden you just hear all these like chainsaws and like jackhammers and you're just like, it's going to be very interesting for the bluebird. I mean, the bluebird, yeah. I mean, you'll have a lot of stuff at night, so it hopefully theoretically it won't uh, mess that up too much. Let's drop our little Google maps guy in there to see what Hillsborough Pike actually looks like. I think we need to give this guy a name. Okay. He, uh, the Google guy. <laughs> All right, so this is what Hillsboro Pike currently looks like as of 2021. It looks like it was almost freshly paved. I know. It, right it actually it looks this. it looks much better than I remember it last. Yeah. Um, this is January 2021, so it's gotten a, a bit worse since then. It's been yeah, a year. Yeah. The, the potholes are there. Yeah. So the Bluebird Cafe is right here. Like it's it's <laughs> right here. I mean, and yep. it is it's a very very small site. Anytime I'm taking a tour of Nashville or I'm giving a tour of Nashville, everyone's like, I want to see the Bluebird Cafe. I want to see the Bluebird Cafe. Uh, you just passed it. And then we pull into the parking <laughs> lot and they're like, this is what all the hype is about. And I'm like, yeah, this is what all the hype is about. Uh, but you see over to the left-hand side of where our little Google guy is, uh, that where the jewelry store is and a few of the like Verizon store. I believe that's the 4100 Hillsboro Pike. Yeah. So that's the site that's maybe becoming a 22-story building. <laughs> it's just is, absolutely it, it, incredible. It's just mind blowing because uh-huh. if you look down this road, the tallest building down there is like maybe six stories. This, if you look down this way of Hillsborough, this building is huge. This building that, that's like 18 new stories, but it, it's brand new. That building is brand new. I can't remember the name of it, but 22 stories is going to be massive here in Green Hills. Yeah, it, it really is. So this will be an interesting uh, addition to the the Green Hills area. Um, Brookside owns 1.5 acres of the project site anchored at that 4100 Hillsborough Pike location. Uh, it's literally 200 feet away from the Bluebird That's Cafe, crazy. according to this article. The land also falls near Whole Foods, uh, Green Hills YMCA, and the mall at Green Hills. Um, if you didn't, it talks about this in the business journal. If you didn't know, this Green Hills is one of the the more affluent neighborhoods as far as your uh, shopping experience yeah. and that's that Nordstrom is many more affluent neighborhoods as far as living, but yeah. as far as kind of a live work play mix, uh, Green Hills is one of the top in that category. Um, the so, me- so the Metro Planning Commission yeah. will be reviewing this development. On March 24th. Yeah. So, uh, so we, we have no idea if this has been approved or not. We won't know until March 24th. You know, I, I, I don't think it's going to be approved. It's going to be approved. Yeah. I think they tried to keep Green Hills as low to the ground for as long as they could. And they just can't avoid it. And uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, no longer is that going to be the case. All right. So uh, Barista Parlor is one of Nashville's favorite coffee shops. Um, 
it's it's and one it's of like the, the more fastest expensive growing coffee shop. <laughs> it's one of the more expensive ones. That's that's for sure. But uh, yeah, you're exactly right. It is it is one of the fastest growing coffee shops. Uh, funny enough, this is not related to the article that we're going to talk about. But uh, Stuart, I found out that they recently opened a location in the Hills Hillsborough Village area. Speaking of Hillsborough Pike. Oh, uh, uh, like near uh, where Jackson's was or like uh, where I think uh, uh, Revelator Coffee or whatever that was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. That place uh, was great. Yeah. So oh. uh, Barista Parlor is in that location right now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of Barista Parlor, so the building that they're in for the Gulch, um, which is... I'm trying to pull this up on Google Maps right now. It's kind of located in... A, like a backside of the gulch is, is what it feels like. It's a little bit up the hill from the kind of the, the immediate um, main part of the gulch. It's kind of behind everything. It's located a little bit higher in I have, land. Uh, I have Google maps up right now. And, uh, and so we'll show you where this is located, but the building uh, where this is located just got bought by the original developers of the gulch in general. Yeah. So market street, uh, they bought this property. So this this property right here on Google Maps, this is where the barista parlor is. And then this was the first building in the gulch right here. So you have uh, 12th Avenue and Division Street. So you can see how the gulch has changed dramatically. So let's get our little Google guy and we're going to see this building more up front. Um, so in f- us- uh, this was a few years ago, but this was in front of uh, Barista Parlor. There was actually Colt's Chocolate located here. So this is the yeah, entrance was, to Bar- Barista's Parlor. Yep. So uh, which is very interesting. So Market Street and, and uh, the, the firm is led by Jay Turner. They, they literally they developed the entire neighborhood of the Gulch. Yes. Uh, they are responsible for the success of the Gulch. They bought this building for four point four three million wow. dollars, according to the newly filed deeds. Um, and Barista Parlor, they just actually opened a new location uh, in the Gulch. So the a second location in the Gulch on the W Nashville Hotel's ground floor. Oh, that's that's awesome. Uh, so I wonder if the new W Hotel location is going to be the main location in the Gulch. Yeah. So, so it, this is this building. So yep. they just paid four point. What was it? Four point four million dollars. Four point four three million dollars. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see. There are no plans that have been announced for this building that are different than you know than Golden Sound is the the location of this barista parlor. Like yeah, apartment complex. So who knows what it's going to be? There, there is a large chance that it will either get resold for a higher price or uh, be redeveloped. With Market Street buying it and them actually kind of crafting this neighborhood, uh, my plan is, or my thought is, that they have a plan for this um, that will help move this neighborhood even beyond what it's been for a long time. Yeah, and this is the Gulch is such an interesting area because this was. Uh, a neighborhood 20 years ago, you it was just more of a warehouse-type district, and now it's become one of the most thriving neighborhoods in Nashville. Yeah, it, it really has. Uh, all right, a few other uh, business developments happening across Middle Tennessee. Uh, according to the Tennessean, a request to rezone about 124 acres in Lebanon could lead to an industrial park and the potential for 3 million-plus square feet wow. of building space. We told you uh, when we talked about the roads uh, a couple days ago and Bill Lee's plan to make sure all the interstates could handle all of the new traffic that's coming into Tennessee as a whole, this is this is why this stuff is why. Uh, so 
Prologis or Prologis, uh, P-R-O-L-O-G-I-S, is seeking to rezone the property on Franklin Road near State Route 109 and, and Interstate 840, and south of 540. is one of the uh, things that they're expanding from two lanes to three lanes. Yep. Uh, the rezoning is next to uh, 130 acres that is already rezoned on land and controlled uh, by Prologus. Uh, these are two conceptual plans, or there are two conceptual plans for the combined properties being called Commerce Farms Park. Okay. If the second tract is ultimately rezoned and uh, Lee and Associates President Jim Rodriguez uh, and is the listing agent for this, the plans are still subject to change. Um, but looks like up to 3.3 million square feet are That's... are in the in the works for this area for which is a lot of space for a new industrial park yes, and just really uh, zoned to I, I think as soon as that is is ready to go you'll see announcements of companies moving into those spaces uh, so now we're making making our way up to Goodlitzville and this is a Dallas-based investment firm that just bought almost close to a million square feet of warehouse space in Goodlitzville. Oh, my gosh. There is there's, space everywhere. I was about right? to say, how much space is actually left in, in, Nashville? in here? Probably there's like... <laughs> 200 million square feet. I actually don't know. Uh, so Stone Lake, coming from the National Business Journal, Stone Lake Capital Partners purchased, uh, this is a great name, Space Park North <laughs> and Old Stone Bridge, both located Space along Park I-65. Space Park North is a pretty cool name. I love that name. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to invest, invest $8 million to improve the properties, which total 13 buildings wow. by installing uh, new truck courts, new roofs, and LED lighting, as well as exterior remodeling and repairs. Uh, the exact amount and date of purchase is unclear, but the deal was closed sometime after the new year. The acquisition is Stone Lake's sixth in the national market since they started buying land in the area in 2020. Uh, the purchase is part of Stone Lake's sixth private equity fund, which last June raised $555 million, exceeding its goal of $500 million. Um, so they are, they are making waves in the Nashville area. The firm is also constructing $750,000 square feet of class a industrial warehouses. That's the first class time I think a I've industrial warehouses. class a industrial warehouses. You, so, you usually hear that term with class a office space, but class a industrial warehouse, that's going to be a nice warehouse. So I was, uh, this was a, probably about two months ago. I went to a warehouse over in Lebanon and it was a class a industrial warehouse. Was it very nice? It was incredibly <laughs> nice. It was all automated. And so like all of the lights, so it's like a, like a Tesla factory or something like uh, that, kind like of, kind of that feel. I, the reason I went there is to go help somebody pick up some cabinets. And so uh, it was just an empty warehouse where all these shipping containers and stuff just come in and people like pick up their shipments. And Interesting. So, but all of the like the lights were automated, the forklifts had some automation, and it was just a really incredible space. Wow! So uh, that there's a lot happening in this area. Stone Lake Capital Partners, uh, they are making some moves. They have in five states a total of 3.5 billion dollars worth of property. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they are, they are making moves, and Nashville is part of that. So very interesting, and lot, just lots of development news happening well, in Nashville. Let us know in the comments below. Would you live in the Green Hills neighborhood, or would you prefer the Gulch? Would you live in that new twenty-two story tower uh, next to Bluebird Cafe? I think that might be nice, especially if you get free tickets. I get get, to, <laughs> get first in line at Bluebird. Yeah, I yeah. think think you should get that. See you guys tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.